Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. It is Tuesday, and you know what that means. I do. It's a new King of Queens on CBS. It is another episode of A Waste of Time with It's the Real. How was your week, Jeff? My week was good. Okay. Um, I feel like now, though, I'm starting to get like a little bit of a cold, so not not super thrilled about that. <laughs> but uh, but but th- we're talking about last week, though. Last week was great. Last week was How great. How was your uh, week? It was great. Uh, here's here's something I don't know if the listeners have noticed. For whatever reason, over the last, let's say, two months, there have been, no matter when we record during the day, morning, noon, or night, there's been a constant flurry of emergency vehicles passing by our apartment building. Yeah, people think that we live in a bad neighborhood. I'm Maybe we do now. Like, I, I don't know if there's, like, fires all around. Like, this is the Bronx in the 1980s or something like that. But this is just too much. It happens in this episode, too. I feel like... People need to start looking at us as survivors. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we're 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 really out here on in South Harlem, and it's it's, it's just a, it's just tough. You know, it's a war zone. <laughs> sometimes the Whole Foods doesn't open until ten. I just I don't know what it is, and it's not it's not something we can like consciously avoid either. That's the issue. So we invite people over, and then whether we have like a window open or a window closed, it doesn't matter. No. These, and I get that that's part of, like, the experience. It's the charm. The charm of It's the Real is that there's always a fire going on. Now, I think people are going to think if there's no siren, then something is wrong. Like, it's it's almost like the opposite of what it should be. Yeah. At this point, if there's no siren, be concerned, people. Anyway, Jeff. Yes. Who do we have on the podcast today? Today, we have Mayor Hawthorne and Jake One. The, together. Together. Known as Tuxedo. So they are Tuxedo. Yeah. It's not just Mayor Hawthorne. No. And it's not just Jake One. No. They were wearing matching Tuxedo sweatshirts, which I thought was pretty dope. Yeah. Although, you know, if you're going to come in here with coordinated swag, you really need to toss some our way. I was just I was just glad that they weren't wearing those stupid t-shirts with the Tuxedo printed no, on I it. No, I think that would have been a dope move. It actually said... It's just a sweatshirt that said Tuxedo. Yeah, in sequence. Tuxedo is the name of the group. The album is called two like the the roman numeral two yeah just like boys to men did and it is all that i've been listening to for maybe the last week since we've known that they were going to come on the podcast (laughs) and it's amazing no it's really awesome like i didn't know that the project was out necessarily yeah but i promise you it's It's my favorite thing going on right now it's basically like 80s funk got re uh done okay it, i mean like i dig it like like who are some of the people that we mentioned during this uh podcast? bernard Wright. bernard Wright. we didn't talk about cameo but it sounds like cameo very cameo so we talk about this project but we also talk about individually these guys musical experiences and that's that's snoop dogg that's rick ross that's fucking pitbull pitbull all right so we get into pitbull very early but there's a lot in this podcast Give it a listen and then rewind it and listen to it again because it's so great. Shout out to Jake One, who is a listener of this podcast. Great dudes. We had a lot of fun. When should we get into it? Uh, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Rolling Loud, a.k.a. Power Wheels. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. In My Bag, a.k.a. TSA Agent. It is Jake Uno. <laughs> this is Mayor Hawthorne. You guys just came in extremely hot. <laughs> yeah, this is a waste of time with you for the real. Guys, how are you? Uh, we're great, man. You know, 
still on West Coast time. Yeah. I, I feel you brought like real that. foggy. Well, yeah, you, you yeah. brought that Seattle weather yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I've been getting I've been getting a lot of that. <laughs> oh yeah, he gets blamed. Every I don't time. like when it rains anywhere when I leave home. I want it to rain every day. I'm gone and be sunny when I go. Oh home. man, it's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> and it's pretty much my fault everywhere it's we go. Your it rains. Fault. <laughs> you're a Seattle native though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're used to it at this point. Yeah, and you know, there's things you know you don't we don't bring out umbrellas and shit like that. Like you're kind of a hoe if you bring out the umbrella. <laughs> Like he just, we just don't respect that. I was telling a friend the other day. I went to Woodstock '99, right? And there was one night where it was like um, Metallica and like Limp Bizkit and and some other like hard rock band or whatever. Corn, maybe. maybe. It, you know, it's a time and place, <laughs> yeah. right? And before I went there, like you know, I was young, and my mom was like, "Take a poncho," and I was like, "Okay." And like the the sky opens up during like Metallica, and I'm like so quick with the poncho, put it on, and. All of my friends led, like, the waves of laughter, which continued, like, far and wide. And I took it off and got soaked like a little idiot. Now I'm smart enough to, like, I I wouldn't give a fuck, you know, and just, like, wear that. Yeah, be proud of your poncho. (laughs) Your poncho game right. (laughs) Um, Everybody else is fucking up. (laughs) Yeah. Before we get to your new project, which is so awesome, guys. Thank you. Like, it's so, so, so so good. I want to talk about one song from your first project. Yeah. Pitbull. Got on and like the bull. How, the did, bull. That, how did that happen? Uh, Dale, Dale. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what we like to call it. But uh, very strangely, and, I, and I'm glad nobody's ever asked us this, which is funny because oh, this is the only thing we want to talk about. Yeah. No, no, but we know what's good. Oh, we about can it. talk about it. We all were day. talking about this the other day. We think it's like, amazing. Yeah. Yo, by the he way, he put out a version of our song, and ours was bigger, which is so fucking weird. It's. Well, we really wanted his shit to be a smash. <laughs> I know. We, we were, were, we were yeah. We I already mean, had we, the tuxedos. We did get platinum plaques off of that. We did. We That's did get awesome. A, I got a plaque for global warming. Global yeah, warming. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like my favorite one because like you know I have some I have a bunch of them but like that one's like pitbull. What the fuck? <laughs> you know like nobody expects me to have yeah, that. So it's kind of like a good little really, conversation it's piece. It's a great piece just to have in your so, bathroom at the home so that basically <laughs> came together we put out three songs on soundcloud just testing the waters for this whole thing and somehow we got a message yeah. i don't know who got the message it wasn't on me soundcloud yeah what yeah i think so it was like one of his engineers or something one like that people one like of his people people loves this shit they well they didn't know it was us either they didn't know who you know they were just they like didn't oh know. he found a new well, thing at the time i think we hadn't even we didn't told anybody tuxedo that was. tuxedo was yeah. us <laughs> so they we just got you know they just hit up whoever these kids tuxedo were and they were they were like they were follow. like <laughs> they were they were trying to sign us yeah really we, we could have yeah. been signed to mr 305 oh Records my god or whatever, they whatever were trying to sign us yeah, we kind of we really fucked it and then we, yeah. we flopped that one <laughs> um Pitbull. But then, yeah but then his his version of it ended up not being even as big they as ours. Did, they didn't make the single. What happened was they put out. At first, it was like this is a smash, and we're like, hell yeah, change our life, Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, do that, do that, and, uh, do that. You know that was, like, jump, I was jump at. on there, man. And then they put out that Timber song, and that shit went. And yeah. it was like our shit was just like <laughs> track fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how does how does it go down? Do you guys send them the the Pro Tools files? Yeah, we send them the Pro mm-hmm. Tools. So, so do you have any of his vocals like at home? Mm. No, no, no. no. 
and uh, we don't. If man, if we could just have some random people ad lib, no, we hit him up on sick. SoundCloud now and be like, hey, we tried um, to even, we tried super hard just to get the little acapella bit of him saying tuxedo, yeah, right, yeah, and it, we couldn't even get that. Out of him. It was kinda... if you guys just had like his laughter. I love that ad lib. He <laughs>, laughs at his own like lines, yeah, and that's yeah. the greatest thing. Wait, did you guys ever like talk to him? Like, I never spoke. We to never him. had one yeah. conversation with him ever. That'll yeah. be a common theme in my yeah. career. I never <laughs> talked to anybody. We have. Um, Do you know Mayor Hawthorne? <laughs> kinda, kinda. They talk through SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> we put out a project in in 2013, and we had Lil John on it, and he sent his like obviously his vocals to us so we could mix it correctly. And we have Lil John saying it's the real bitch, and like. For whatever we do in life, at least yeah, we have you, that. Like, you we got, put you on have our, like, that. Voicemail. It's special. It's special. Yeah, yeah. it's oh, just man, like, that, that's fine. That needs to be opening every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that ends up uh, doing fairly well for you yeah, guys. Yeah. But, but really, it was it was your sound that they were interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did Tuxedo come to be in the first place? We were just homies, and, you know, I knew him before he was even Mayor Hawthorne, so. Yeah, yeah was, we need to talk yeah. about yeah. You, you had the worst... <laughs> Uh, rap name ever. What haircut? Haircut. haircut is a well, name. it wasn't a really. I wasn't a rapper. I was a. I was a. It DJ. was a rap name though. That is it a was, rap name. I right. guess. Sure. Yeah. That was a name that was given to me really by the dudes that I was in a rap group with in Michigan. Because you had a haircut. I I probably just showed up to like rap rehearsal one night and had come from the barber and had a. <laughs> clean haircut and they're like you haircut today (laughs) and that just kind of stuck i don't know it fit because then i was like a dj and it was like it was shortcut was one of my favorite djs and you had cut chemist and then i was like oh okay i'll be haircut yeah damn i didn't even consider that that spelled 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 like like actually getting a haircut not Mm -hmm. like the rabbit like hair Cut. No, right. like, okay, gotcha. Like, yeah, yeah, no haircut. The, 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 <laughs> put then a K my, and then, then it would have been tight. Then my studio was the barber shop, and then it was all you know. Kinda, it was a running theme. It was a running theme because everything is clean over there. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> wait. And by the way, not so bad now, huh? Yeah, Eric's putting like way more thought than That's like right. anybody uh-huh. else ever put into. Uh, this. You're from Ann Arbor, right? I am. Yeah. So is it fuck the Ohio State University? Oh, it's all it's day. <laughs> fuck Ohio State forever, huh? <laughs> You won't even put the honorific on. <laughs> no, man. Okay, so you guys you guys knew each other how long ago are we talking? Probably 2004 or 5 something like that. And and how does it sort of come to be? Um I was in G Unit World at that time and I just would get tired of it and try to do something else cuz I just was I just got tired of it and we, he he just randomly played me his first Mayor Hawthorne stuff and I was like, wow, you actually can sing? This was like, you know, a shock to me. Sure. <laughs> Which I couldn't really yeah. sing at all. But I had a mixtape that I had done at the time, too, called Shoot the Duck. And it was all, like, early 80s kind of roller boogie funk stuff. And then I had heard this mixtape that Jake did called AR Music that was all, like, very, a very similar. Like, songs, some of the yeah. same songs were on the mixtapes. And I was like, damn, there's another person in the world who actually knows and cares about this music. It was pr- some pretty ob- obscure yeah, stuff for like sure, the for Richie sure. family and yeah. Bernard Wright and like st- records that other dudes like even like other record guys like they just they were not were not then. checking for those records. And um, I don't know. Yeah, we just we we had a mutual admiration for that. Yeah, that, and then, and that, then I made a couple beats in that vein. Niche and it, genre. It, just turned, yeah, it turned into this somehow, you know? Like, it really was that simple. Mm-hmm. 
That's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, we were just making stuff that we wanted to ride yeah. around and listen to. It in was our, really in like our own cars. Shit. It was like, yeah. and when did you guys actually meet though? Because like, were you? Yeah, we had met the first time we met in. Well, the first time I think we met in person, we DJed a thing in L.A. Oh, with Dame Funk and Wajid. Well, yeah, like 2007 or something, like 2006. Or, yeah, 2006. Yeah, yeah. And were you guys playing any of those obscure records? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. playing a lot of those. Yeah, because yeah. we had already kind of get you know given each other the tapes or whatever. Right. And when did you decide formally to name yourselves Tuxedo? Well, that was when we were getting ready to put out the songs whenever that was 2013 yeah, we're like oh the- shit we gotta have a name <laughs> and i had some i don't even remember the other names i had but we were we knew we knew that we wanted like a single name a single, single word, word name, name yeah. like zap and chic <laughs> yeah. and shalimar like yeah, it was yeah. all of the groups that yeah. we were like didn't matter how many syllables no. just yeah did we need, it needed to be one single word and then we knew we wanted it to be something that fit the music that in which was kind of elegant funk we called it <laughs> and i came up with tuxedo and jake was like nah that's why <laughs> he's like i'm not feeling I'm just that. Pre- he I was, was just like picturing like i don't like, want to wear a tuxedo he's like you're gonna night. that means you're gonna make me wear tuxedos every night i'm not i'm not into that and that's like more of a pitbull thing to that be is honest. yeah totally <laughs> i actually got mistaken for pitbull when we did a video shoot <laughs> oh yeah we were album. shooting a thing for <laughs> for a car company or something yeah. so i was like is that pitbull like they were serious they too. were dead, dead ass <laughs> serious where was this in this LA. was in la oh my god I mean, it's possible you can yeah. see people. Sure. Like there was like a there was something? like a big camera crew out there yeah. for it was like a car commercial. Yeah. And How quickly did you say was, no? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm not Pitbull. Uh, he I, he I just yelled Dale back. At <laughs> I would use that for every dinner reservation possible. Like I mean, but you gotta have the tuxedo and you gotta have that on at all times. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, listen, guys. I mean, yeah. you chose the hey, name. So, <laughs> by the way, uh, Eric and I just saw um, Kodak Black had a documentary just put out. Um, for his first album and you know the, it's this whole journey or whatever and then at the very end in his childhood bedroom is a framed picture of Pitbull the only thing on the wall is a framed <laughs> picture of Pitbull yeah. and I was, wow. I was amazed it's amazing yeah that's that awesome truly yeah. Florida legend yeah and you know what like honestly Pitbull's I mean, now he's so pop, he's everything, he's Mr. Worldwide, but, like, at the beginning of his career... He can really rap. Really yeah. good rapper. Yeah. yeah. Really like, great punchline rapper. rapper. He would laugh at all of his punchlines. He line. was like, I'm getting to the bread, fuck the dumb shit. No, yeah. Him <laughs> and really at a point yeah. where he... Yeah. And, yeah. you know, who else could do it for that long? Not many. Right. You know? Can you talk about uh, how you got Snoop to uh, be on the first... Uh, joint on your on your album to just Fox talk the shit. Yeah. yeah, just came to talk shit. Uh, Dog he, is just like our he's, homie. Man. He's really like, just. He it's just so, loves it. It's so strange that it's, but it's really he is actually just a a real. I can say with legitimate honesty that Snoop Dogg is a fucking friend of mine. Like, <laughs> by the way, it's that so should weird. Be your voicemail. That's it's pretty yeah, tight. It's, it's pretty tight. That's amazing. It's really weird. Like. He'll be out doing shows in Columbia or something, and he'll send me like a selfie from the from the Uber <laughs> or whatever it is. And that's the greatest. I'm just like, this is so bizarre. Every time, like, it's still just weird to me. But he is such, he's like one of the coolest people ever. We we revere him like like no one else, yeah, right? And he's we were, the greatest. We were watching like Nardwar did his ninth interview with him down oh, south, and like you go through all the old ones and. His sense of humor is so amazing, and you laugh at just like even when Nardwar is just like Snoop Doggy, 
and then dog. It's so good. Just the little moments too. So how did you first meet Snoop? Um, I met Snoop because I did some songs on one of his albums, Documentary, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did stuff for the Wiz album. They did two on there. Snoop really, I think, was just a fan of, of he, Mayor, though. Like, that's how you met him, basically, right? He called me on the phone one day, and my ma- he called my manager because he didn't have my number. He called my manager's phone, and I was in the car with my manager at the time. And he hands me the phone <laughs> in the car, and he goes, it's Snoop Dogg. He wants to talk to you. And I was like, shut the fuck up, man. I was like, quit fucking with me, man. And he was like, nah, dude, it is, it's Snoop Dogg. He wants to talk to you. <laughs> and, and like, he really, yeah, he was just really, lo- he really, he's a soul head, man. The thing is, like, every time I've ever hung out with that dude, yeah. That's all he's doing. He's just playing the dramatics or something. <laughs> yeah. or, he's playing, and singing every word. He's playing, yeah, yeah like, the real, you know, Willie Hutch and mm-hmm. like, yeah. I mean, and all he does is sing along. <laughs> and that was why I made him sing on my yeah. record too. Like on my second album, I had him. He actually sang. I told like, him he wasn't allowed to rap. I was like, <laughs> I was like, dude, you are. He's actually he a pretty good shit. singer he took that too. Shit yeah. Serious too. And he he truly loves that music. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, dude, you're you have never done this. Nobody knows that you can even do this. I was right. like, you got to do this on my album. You're so not allowed to write. Like sensual sing. seduction and like it's probably right. It right, was right, right around, around that then. time. Yeah, yeah, maybe right before that dropped. That's a highly underrated record too. By the yeah. way, yeah, yeah, great record. Also, um, we've Killer. been listening to to his album Bush a lot lately. Oh, Bush was great. Jams great record. Yeah. Great, great, great record. There's a there's a song in there called Edibles, which like. I don't know why they didn't do anything with it, but it's it's Butch fucking amazing. Was killer, man. Yeah. We were playing all yeah, that we stuff. Played in that our DJ. We last played that we every time we DJed. Yeah, it's probably because like Timber did so well. That's why they didn't. That's do it. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Is he in your phone as Snoop? He he's in my phone as Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dog, dog. Everybody knows everybody, him. Everybody, yeah. Dog. Every, you don't call him Snoop. Yeah, it's it's that's real. like rule number one. <laughs> it's, it's like you know if you know if you really know him, you call him Dog. You call him Dog. Yeah. Like it's like uh, Sandra Bullock, you call her Sandy. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah exactly the same. Yeah, the it's same exactly thing. the same. His Those engineer, yeah. <laughs> his engineer will be like, "Yeah, let me check with Dog, and I'll get back with you." And it's just <laughs> never not funny. <laughs> it's never not funny. So you guys hit him up for this record, and and like, what was the instruction you gave to him? Uh, I happen to just be in the studio with him in L.A. Just he, I was doing some other stuff for him for one of his artists, and then. He he really he loves tuxedo too, and um, I I was I don't know I just I, he asked me what what we wanted him to do and I was like just talk shit over this part right here and he jumped in the booth and did it. The ho at the end is the greatest, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah you know ho, ho is kind of like our that's um, kind of our thing. It's our know? air horn. Yeah, it is. Like we came up with our own air horn. And, we actually uh, made. We, have a, a, we actually have a button that just says ho. We made a big shows. red button yeah. that when you push it, it's like a game show buzzer. Right. Yeah. And when you smack it, all it does is yell ho. <laughs> and that is its the cr- truly the crowd its, really loves that's it. its only function. <laughs> it's pretty great. You're originally from Seattle. What is growing up in Seattle like? Seattle is cool, man. I don't know. I, I still live there because I just love Seattle. Right. Like, it's just home. Um, 
I mean, I, I grew up in an area that was kind of a little everything. Like, I could go one way and I could see bad shit, and I'd go one way and see ballers. So it's like... I would I would only go the other yeah. one. Like, yeah, because Eric's a huge fan of the HBO show. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Big ballers. Yeah. So I just got... I just feel like I got to be around a lot of different type people and, you know, different cultural shit, and it kind of made me who I am. Only child, brothers and only sisters? Only child, yeah. Really? Yeah. What was that like? Um, you just had to learn how to entertain yourself real fast. I sure. think that's why the music thing caught me, you know, so early. It was like, oh, I could just do this by myself all the time, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah, did you start music early? Nah, I was, I was really more into sports until I got to about like 16 and then I got into like, found out about samples. Then you knew samples. that all like the musicians get all the pussy. <laughs> there was that too. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I just wasn't that good at sports too. That was a problem. What was <laughs> your, what was your sport of choice? Uh, basketball and baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Sonics fan, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah we subject. won't, we won't get into. All that. right. That, well, I mean, you are Actually, wearing the hat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I sort of now, now feel like we have to bring it up. <laughs> there's, there's a Mayor. lot of, there's a lot of venom. Yeah. <laughs> Do you even admit that like Oklahoma of, City exists? I mean, I just kind of hate them. Like everything about the place. Do you guys avoid the them on like any possible tour? You're just like, I'm. Oh, not- I, I definitely wouldn't play there, <laughs> without question. Like, there's, I, there's not even a question for me. I'd not have to do that show solo. Yeah. Wait, and by association, like, do you root for <laughs> Kevin Durant? I, I'm rooting really hard for Kevin Durant yeah. now because I couldn't root for him for whatever it was. Sure. Eight years, so yeah. I'm, I'm super happy about that. Yeah. I mean, there's also the base god curse. So, you know, that was pretty great. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm here for all that. So, so T Y B G. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you you grow up in Seattle. You get into music heavy when you're about 16. Yeah. What are your musical inspirations around then? Um, you know, like the the guys that everybody else looked up to, the Premieres and the DJ Quicks and the Dre's and Pete Rock and stuff so like production that. was always going to be your sort yeah. Of- I was. I mean, I think as a kid, kid, I was really into DJing. Like you know, Jam Master Jay was. I used to. I had like a jacket that said Jam Master Jake on the back. You know, I was. That's, that's that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. I don't know where that's at. Uh, but yeah, I did do that. Um, I would I would really 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 try to find that. It's it's probably it somewhere under the house. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it just was something I got into. It was something like making beats wasn't something I thought of because being from Seattle, you didn't really see anybody make it. We saw Mix Live, but mm-hmm. he was like a generation before me, so right. it wasn't like oh I'm gonna make beats for whoever it is. That just wasn't even an option. Right. So it's just something I did for fun, and I just, you know, kind of people would come to town, I'd give them my beats, and then eventually people really started liking my beats. Yeah. Wait, but you were also growing up, like, at a time when, like, you know, grunge was so huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what's your flannel collection like? You know, I had some mean flannels, but I was not, I just never was really into that. I was always a hip-hop kid, and I was kind of like, fuck grunge. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but I just... That's well, were you surrounded about. by like all oh, your yeah, friends, my, like grunge and? Uh, I wouldn't say my friends, mm-hmm. but like yeah, everybody was into everybody it. Everybody else, yeah. I have family that's like was part of that scene. Like, really, they played in bands and stuff, and you know you just see those guys around. I played I played basketball with uh, what's homie's Mookie name? Blaylock. Well, <laughs> one of the dudes from Mookie Blaylock, Jeff uh, from Pro Jam, like uh, Jeff Ament, right? Yeah, crazy. And I, this just tells you how ignorant I am to the whole thing. I played basketball for three years, didn't know that's who it was. <laughs> I was watching Saturday Night Live one night, and I was like, holy shit, that's the dude from Pro Jam. <laughs> I play basketball we, every week. And we were like friends. We play, probably played three, four days a week. Could he hoop? He's actually really good. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Who did you play basketball with? Uh, all the dudes in my rap group. <laughs> Everyone was, from the Fab Five. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I did go to – I went to Steve Fisher basketball camp. Wow. Oh, shit. And – 
the Fab Five, I remember they did come in and like work with us. Did you we go to, there? Did you go to U of M? I went to University of Michigan. Yep. How much graduated? How, what percentage of your class went there? Like your high school uh, graduating class? More more than other high schools in the world, but still a very small percentage. It was, it's a tough school was, to get into. Even even tougher now. I would never get in. But now. did a lot of well, people go to state? Old. Yeah, no, <laughs> clearly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was. it's so much harder now. I barely squeaked in. And if I didn't go to the high school in Ann Arbor, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have made it. I mean, I wasn't that smart. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you major in? Computer science. You just you Wait, did a so real like major, at least. Yeah, yeah like I was a dork. Smart. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was a dork, man. I mean, I still am a dork. Well, what was the plan? Uh, the plan always was I want to do music. I knew really early on that I wanted to make music for. The, I mean, my my dad is a musician he taught me i mean he it was always just a hobby for him he was a hobby rocker but he um he taught me everything from like a really early age and he, he played multiple instruments and he taught me how to play bass when i was you know six years old or something like that and then i he i was always yeah i mean i got, i was really lucky i just grew up in a very musical family that really appreciated it, it had both of my parents had big record collections and it was, um, I always knew I wanted to do music, but my dad knew how impossible it was to do it for a living. So he was like, you're going to school. He never went to college either. So, well, did you guys, he think was like, damn it. You're going to college. You're, I mean, you're both like, you're not in New York. You're not in LA. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. did it feel like you guys were so far away from everything? I never thought it was a realistic career path. Yeah, honestly. well, I actually moved to New York. Yeah, you went for it at least. I never did because that. for for that reason because we thought you know we gotta do. We they gotta, were outside we, of Fat Beats trying to sell tapes. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what age are we talking? We were. It was right when I graduated from high school. Wow. So we were nineteen or something, and wow. we came out. And what we, year was that? Ninety nine. Had you been to New York? Maybe before? we were twenty. I had been to New York before. Yeah. Okay. I'd been in New York a couple times. Did, did New York seem overwhelming at all? It was it was overwhelming, but we were we were we didn't give a shit. We were fucking we didn't care at all. I mean, we we lived six of us in a three bedroom apartment in Jersey City, and it was like when Jersey City was not cool. Right, that shit was not nice. Do you talk to Just Blaze about that now? <laughs> I haven't talked to Blaze about it. He would probably get a good laugh out of that. Yeah, I don't know. Shout out to Just Blaze. Did you did you see anybody um, when you were uh, going to like Fat Beats? Yeah, we used to see people all the time. I mean, it's a small world, man. Yeah, it's a pretty small community. We used to we used to see everybody. I mean that, but we realized really quickly that we didn't need to be here. Well, what did the internet to mean to each of you guys? Like, I mean, it definitely connected a lot of dots, just in general. But I. When I kind of got on, it was still pre before you could send beats over the internet. Like I was sending FedExes and shit like that. <laughs> beats Where? to people, to like you know guys and, in New York I knew. Or, and on you know, what? Like it uh, was just a piece of paper. It's just a like a, link. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like a, a CD or I mean shit. I would, my first stuff I did was tapes. Like, yeah, it was actually beat tapes. Would you, Would you be afraid that like someone would just like take your beat and then that was it? 
I mean, that happened definitely over the years, like during those times. Um, but Pitbull, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it, it honestly, I kind of felt like, man, if somebody's stealing it, that means I'm headed in the right direction. <laughs> One of the first, uh, when I did some independent records in Seattle on this label it's called Conception, one of the things that made me feel like, damn, maybe I have something is like, uh, there was a remix. I don't know if you remember Nicole signed to Missy or something. Yeah, or Nicole, Nicole Ray. Yeah, yeah. They they literally put out a remix that just used my beat from like some random independent rap record I did. Whoa! And it was on like Atlantic, and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like, because you know the thing is back then you'd have us, you know, people would be like, oh man, someone so stole your beat, but it'd just be the sample. Right. This wasn't really that situation. Mm-hmm. It was legitimately my beat. Oh my god! And uh, it was like promo only. We're like, yeah, we about to sue him and blah blah blah. <laughs> It didn't yeah. amount to anything. Cameron's app was actually on that. Wow. It's called uh, I Can't See, You Can't See Something. Anyways. That's awesome. Yeah, so that was kind of like, damn, maybe I got something. Yeah. You know? That was probably like 99. It's encouraging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know it's funny you could look at it that way, yeah. but that's that was how I felt. Um, Did you use that to your advantage where you're just like, so my, my, my shit got placed on a... Nah, I think at that point I was still just not even connected to anybody important, you know? Yeah. It, it, I went to Gavin convention one year and that was where my whole shit started. I met like high tech and um, I met my first manager and he was the one that really just got me rolling. And so what are some of those first like stuff I did from back then? Yeah. Uh, I did like stuff for most deaf back then. It never came out. I did a Rod Dega song with Lloyd Banks <laughs> uh, party over here or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was my first one that ever actually came out. Yeah. That was um, on um, like a, a Green Lantern mixtape or something. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And um, but like the John Cena shit was back then. Mm-hmm. Um, he hooked that up. Yeah, Are you a wrestling fan? I was when I was a kid, but by that point I didn't give a shit. <laughs> now I kind of hate it because I don't have publishing on the song, right. so it's kind of like I hear this shit and I'm like, "Fuck!" Burns you up. I just hear money going to somebody else yeah. every time that shit comes on. So when like Wyclef got like Vince the rock McMahon. on his thing, you're just like, ah. old, "Old news." <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, but you know, it's it's kind of cool to have something that's lived on that long, like sure. a song. Um, yeah, that's it, a, that's. A lot of people's favorite Jake One song yeah, ever. Yeah, it's funny. And a lot of people don't know I did it too. I was like, it's always a sneaky one or whatever. When did you feel like you really formulated like your sound? What I was doing, probably like 2004, like when I did the De La stuff, mm-hmm. like Rock Cocaine Flow. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started working with Shaw Money and those yep. guys. That was when I like kind of had a thing. Right. And uh, I mean, it helped that I had the connection to get that to people. Sure. And the right artist to, you know, to to sound good on it. Like, that's so such a big part of it. I mean, you know. Well, how did Shaw track you down? Um, I had, you know, I've had so many managers at that point. I'd just give beats to anybody. Be like, <laughs> yeah, for whatever you sell something, I'll give you a piece. And there was just, that was like a real thing back then. There was yeah. like, producer managers really got paper back then. Um, because you get paid for beats that never even came out. Right. If they wanted to rap to the beat, they had to pay for that bitch. <laughs> yeah. Because they had to put the first half down and go to the studio and track it and all that shit. And, um, or they could steal it and just put, you know, an Atlantic yeah. promo sticker on it. And <laughs> that was a weird one, but yeah, in We're general, like to get that second half was always the second like, half could be murder. It was, yeah. it that's, was impossible. that's still murder in 2017. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like I, I did a song on Gina's first album, um, Better Ask Somebody. And I would just hear, like, yo, Shaw Money loves you, blah, blah, blah. But I never met him. Mm-hmm. So the Anger Management tour came to Seattle. Um, I went, 
Kanan Porter told me to come through. Yeah. I was friends with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my homie uh, Jay Moore, rest in peace, uh, just passed yeah, away. Yeah. Um, he was like, he was he was a dude that would just go to people, and I would be like, nah, I don't want to. He would be <laughs> like, fuck that, we're about to go to him. So he saw Shot Money, and we ran up on him, and he was like, he looked at me, he was like, he was, it was like he saw a ghost or something because yeah. he, he loved my music, but I had never met him. He know what I look like, you know, or anything. And, uh, puzzled. Did he know that you were from Seattle? Or is it, or no, was it, yeah, I don't so He was just, just like, just, like, just huh? popped up on me on like a yeah. weird city. Yeah. Just so, anyways, he called me like a week later and he was, he was like, yeah, I want to manage you. And then it just kind of went from there. Um, can you talk about Jay Moore real quick? Because obviously, like, uh, yeah. social media really mm-hmm. showed everybody who didn't know what he meant to Seattle and Seattle hip hop and yeah. everything. Uh, who he man, really he was. was just it was bigger than that even man he was just the ultimate dot connector and just like he really was just a great person like if if you came to seattle to do anything he was your point person you know guy. and you know he did a lot of cool stuff he just helped a lot of people without even having his hand out which is such a rare thing you know people you know in general behind the scenes they want a piece of everything that they touch right that's kind of like he was never really like that he just I don't know. He's just a real, real pure dude. And, you know, it's going to be hard not having him around. Artist, radio personality. Yeah. Just... He was an artist first, and then he transitioned to kind of being more like, you know, a manager. He was had a radio show on Cube, um, did tour managing. He did every phase of the so shit. He was so good at just, yeah, man. He was such a great host. Yeah. Like, He's the only guy I knew that was, like, so into hosting that he would get mad at, like, we would be somewhere and some guy would be hosting. He'd be like, like, you know, rappers get mad at each other, like, another rapper that's whack. He'd be that way about a host. That's how seriously he took that shit. sucks. (laughs) But, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was, that was my brother, man. Like, just, you know, luckily we have his kids, you know, to live, for him to live on through. He was such a big part of Big Tune, too. Which, yeah, it's a thing we have a Rebel. We had a beat battle called Rebel Big Tune. He kind of spearheaded that whole which shit. Which was worldwide. We found a lot of a lot of guys early doing that. And a lot of graduates from Big Tune are doing... Yeah, we got, we got, some, we got some, some heavy hitters. What was it? Like, there was last week or something, there yeah, was... Yeah, I was looking at the Billboard thing. There was multiple Big yeah. Tune alums in the top ten producers on billboard yeah, which yeah. is crazy you know because and these guys all changed and you know did different things but we found them and they were nobody which yeah. is cool you know right. well like who are you guys talking about like frank dukes is definitely frank dukes a, big is one. a big one ryan lewis is a big one yeah. um me yeah this yeah. guy no, was no, in no, it no, he was yeah. he was he was actually in the beat battle I before he was battle, yeah so what did the internet mean to you oh man the internet really I wouldn't be, I definitely would not have a Mayor Hawthorne career without Twitter. I think I got really lucky when I dropped the first song, the Just Ain't Gonna Work Out. Um, it was like, it was in the real early stages of Twitter where people weren't as careful about what they said on there mm-hmm. and like, a lot of celebrities would just tweet about it, you know, which is just something that people are way more careful about now about right. co-signing stuff. It just wasn't, it wasn't like that then in the early day, people just wanted to tweet cause it was cool, you know? And, and that, that really launched me into a different, a different level, man. Cause I, you know, it was on stone's throw records. It was a real, it was an independent release and, 
mean, we pressed a thousand copies on vinyl. That was it. It was like, so you weren't expecting like you know you know huge. No, and then you know it so was it was really out? the it was like Kanye and John Mayer tweeted about Timberlake, it. I think yeah, Justin Timberlake, wow. Alicia Keys, like a bunch of people on Twitter started really bigging it up, and that was like a huge. And then I got a bunch of cosigns from every from big celebrities and. Were they verified? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, might have been before verified. <laughs> might have been before that even was real. The yeah. real Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Kanye the, West one. Yeah. The real, real one, yeah. Did you ever get any, like, traction from MySpace or anything? Did any, like, people, any artists reach out through MySpace? Uh, nah, my, I'm more met, I'm more, like, was trying to smash chicks on MySpace. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Does, does it still work? Not so much anymore. Yeah, that's not as cool anymore. Twitter, you know, Twitter actually really changed just the whole just meeting artists. And yeah, yeah. It just made it so all the managers didn't matter anymore. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, I mean, that's like the last 10 years or, you know, seven, eight years. Everything I've done has been a guy randomly DMing. You're like, yeah. why did I have a million managers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I can actually Twitter. get to people. <laughs> I know? ended up actually opening a couple shows for John Mayer off of that off of that tweet. I mean, it was really shit happened off of that. That's awesome. crazy. Where what cities? Uh we did LA and Las Vegas, I think. Or San Diego. Maybe it was San Diego and Vegas or something like that. But yeah, that's so I mean, awesome. Just yeah. Incredible. Like and and it didn't really do anything for him like i don't know maybe he was associated with like a cool thing but like he didn't need that at the time he was he was huge well, i mean he could reach pitbull through you guys yeah. so you know yeah. <laughs> he was yeah he legitimately just thought it was cool and he he was he, that was shout out john mayer man i got nothing but love for you homie okay when you guys decide to get into the studio together did you know that it was going to be a collaborative project or was it just like let's do a couple songs and we were just kind of doing songs for fun and mm -hmm. then really just stuff that yeah. we wander out around to and listen to our, on our own time like it was like it's 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 like the coldest side group yeah. <laughs> like that's really what it is because yeah. he's still doing Mayor Hawthorne and I'm like shit I'm going to the studio after this you know like, right so we both had our own things like going pretty yeah. well so how long did that's the, a that's a really nice thing about tuxedos yeah. there's not a whole lot of pressure with no, it because no. you know we do, we're doing okay on our own so it's like you know it's really all just icing man how long did the first project take to put together the first I mean, one it's probably cumulative like yeah. five or six years oh, man. Just we, doing we a had week done or two. like 40 yeah. songs or something yeah. we'd man. get together for like three days here and there you know but he was touring a lot during yeah, that man. point. I was on so. the road like 100, 100 plus days a year, 150 days a year or something. Yikes. Yeah, Jesus. Do you even unpack? No. <laughs> <laughs> Who takes care of your mail at home? I have an assistant that does all that. Wow. Stuff. You don't have any pets, do you? I don't have any pets. Yeah, I mean, I would, they I would, all die. I, yeah. would, <laughs> I would feel terribly. I can't even keep my plants alive. He had some plants yeah. die. That, yeah. was, <laughs> that was rough. I had some trees. I like that you know about it. I know. So that doesn't it was, mean it was, it was, it was serious shit yeah, to him. No, it was like, sad. Man, That's our brother plants. Dan, by the way. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Shout out Dan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so the first project took five or six years to really put together. Then you put it out. What's the timeline between the first project and the second project? Well, the last one came out March 3rd, 2015. Um, we started that, and, and we had a talk. We are like, yeah, maybe we'll 
do like a couple of shows and we'll be done with this by April. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was what I was told. And then like a year and a half later, we're still doing we shows. Still, well, then we had like a year later, about after the album had come out, we had ended up like we got a call from Japan that was like, yeah, your song is in the top five or something on the radio in Tokyo right now. We were like, yeah, nah, that's got to be a mistake or something. Yeah, like lost in translation. It, wait, this was it, so long after the album came out. Yeah. But it was, is Japan in your phone as Japan? Yeah. Like, just like dog? Japan <laughs> is just Japan, yeah. I, I did make a beat tape Tokyo. called Big in Japan. Because uh, <laughs> it literally happened. <laughs> that was bizarre. And then and then we ended up going to Japan and doing a bunch of big, huge shows out there. It was it's super fun. Man. What's that like? It's amazing. It's amazing. Had I mean, you guys been there before? I, I went there twice. Yeah, by myself, I, I, just on some like wanting to go buy records. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then it's like the place where you always kind of hope that you're gonna blow up in, and then it never happened for me. <laughs> I would all, I would go and play for like ten people, and I'd be, I'd be like, "Damn it, man! How come, how come nobody likes me here? <laughs> I just want to be big in Japan." And then it just happened. Like when we weren't even trying. Of course, that was like when it actually happened. Yeah, they no. were telling us it was going good out there, and then we went. We were like, "Holy we shit!" We didn't. We fully didn't understand it at all. And then we got there, and we're just baffled by the whole thing. It was. It's so. It's so. Yeah, cool. there's certain places. It just. It really doesn't make sense. Doesn't make just sense. really popular. Um, Eric and know. I had an idea years ago that we that we um, were trying to sell to Sprite, where we would do a documentary that's following us around because like nobody knows who we are as rappers, right? Mm. And, so, and certainly, if our family can't understand like what we do, then like. What's it well, like? that's that's just a Jewish thing. I mean, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no family ever. It's just if you don't do classical, that shit's garbage. You know? <laughs> or, uh, if you're not in the New Yorker, or New York <laughs> <Yeah>. Times, Klezmer's <laughs> huge. In yeah. the but, but so we wanted to do this documentary where we'd go to Japan and literally nobody would know who we were, and it was like playing for ten people. But I guess you guys were already living it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did that for sure. I mean, I was I was always trying to like force it there, and it never they never fucked with me at all. <laughs> but for some reason, the tuxedo thing just it really something just a lot, clicks a lot with of them places there. in Asia it just worked, which is amazing. I don't, I, it's one of those things you don't try to like. Hey, man, so you just dope. can't gonna yeah. make something that Korea is gonna like. Like <laughs> nah. you, just, you just do what you like, and they either like it or you they don't. Cannot it's a tiny call that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In between, you spend a year and a half making this new record, and you put out three songs yeah. on inauguration day, as far as I know. Oh right? yeah, the twentieth. Right. Yeah, 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 and. One of them was Fucks with the Tux. Yeah. Um, what were the other two? That July and Special. Okay. Yeah. And then, so you put those on SoundCloud, and they move around like all the blogs and everything mm -hmm. and, and Twitter. Uh, what did you do between then and formally putting it out? We kind of had the album ready. It was this just, time around, yeah. we actually had the album. It was done. more just trying to get people warmed up for like what the album was going to be. Yeah. Are there people who still don't know that you guys are Tuxedo? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's people sure that there's like people Mayor that. Hawthorne that don't know about Tuxedo. There's well, also what, people. You should tell them. <laughs> there's yeah. also hella people that know Tuxedo that don't have any that could give a single shit about Mayor Hawthorne or Jake One. Like yeah. they don't they don't yeah, care about sure. our, our individual stuff at all. Japan's but they, not fucking with. But they really love solo. Tuxedo, <laughs> yeah. you know. 
it's it's weird. It works. I'm, I it works definitely both was ways. not going to Japan and playing for thousands of people for no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tuxedo. I went. I paid my own way to go and. Well, yeah. for those people who do know, like, are they looking for production that's like what you're doing with tuxedo? We, we've had some people reach out in that. The problem is our schedule has just been so bad because he's you know he should he put out album last year as Mayor Hawthorne, so he was running around doing that. Yeah. So we had actually some bigger names and wanted to work with us, and we just never got in there and did it. <laughs> Couldn't get it together. <laughs> we're yeah, but we I don't know. We've done we're we're doing we're working some, on yeah some we're of working that. on some stuff. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, like just from the production side or mm. new tuxedo stuff. Uh, both, both, oh. yeah. <laughs> and then you know the most random one is that I did a uh, one of the songs I did on the new future. I put his vocals in, which is mm-hmm. you know kind of cool that. <laughs> He's yeah. singing backgrounds on, yeah. on a future song. Tuxedo. Unbeknownst to Nate Wait, Davies. Really? Yeah. Tuxedo is technically on Future's Hendrix album. Amazing. What song? Uh, Looking uh, Exotic. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean I, I love doing shit like that. Yeah, that that's, was that's what excites me at this point. Like tricking uh, people with Mayor Hawthorne. <laughs> that was kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing shit people don't expect me to do is like my favorite thing at this point. People were really baffled by that one. That <laughs> they was, didn't know how to feel about that. Yeah. Our fans definitely didn't Our know how to feel about that. Our fans were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you have any feeling whether so they would weird. like pick it or not? Oh, I, I have. When, when I work with um, with Southside, I have no idea what's yeah. going on. Like, yeah. He doesn't have. He doesn't. I don't think Southside all the way knows what's happening. Know. A lot of things. <laughs> Nobody knows. Just because they're they're doing so much music, it's not like right. They're not like this is the one. that's like they're doing hundreds of songs. Yeah. So you know, you get in that pot of songs and you make i mean i've been hitting on a bunch of them so it's kind of crazy to me because i haven't even put that much effort into it <laughs> as far as like it's not like a band. i'm just gonna make shit for this i've been doing all these different things yeah and it's but it's been working that's but that's why it's working yeah you're probably not, you're not putting that much i'm just doing what i want really yeah. i mean honestly that's how i try to approach this shit yeah. that's dope yeah um we just saw south side was in the spotify series yeah uh, was he traffic yeah. jams yeah oh shit i gotta so watch our friend oh, go watch oh, yeah, yeah i know amir yeah that's my man yeah mm-hmm. he uh he created this show for spotify through all depth digital where it's a producer and an artist never met before in their lives get into the back of a range rover and they're driven to a venue and in the mean like in in the time that it takes to get from wherever they were to the venue they have to create a song it's in, in the back it's seat in los of this angeles car. so like you it know, could yeah. take two hours yeah, yeah yeah 10 miles could take forever for sure yeah. and um Southside made a beat without actually listening to it that's yeah. how he, I've that's seen how he that. does most yeah. of it he was with t-pain and t-pain <laughs> just couldn't understand like what he was experiencing <laughs> i gotta watch that it's, it's pretty awesome yeah, so it's, it debuts actually like so this great you know, this it's week, out. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 Wait, an amazing idea. Wh- who, what what other like weird um, producers like uh, uh, not like ticks or whatever like but like you know how Jay Z like doesn't write down his lyrics outside doesn't uh, listen to whatever he, he's working on. He, I mean, I've worked with him in the studio a bunch of times. He's I've never seen him do that like as a thing. He mm-hmm. probably was just stunting. <laughs> it's a parlor yeah. trick. <laughs> but he does. He could do it obviously. Right. He but he, sure. you know, he's in there playing well, the shit loud. By the way, like so, all those guys, you know. Metro and Southside mm-hmm. and TM and they and and beyond Atlanta, by the way, yeah, like yeah. they all grew up off Fruity Loops, right? Mm-hmm. What do you guys prefer? I'm I'm a dinosaur, man. I use all old shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, but I, but I love that I go in there with him and he's like got a like dusty like compact presario or some shit. Yeah, he's making hits on it. All these guys, I I love that shit. It's no made, more hip hop than that, you know? right? Sure. I made my first two albums, including one on a major on universal republic 
Oh yeah, Cubase. On, on no, not Cubase. On Cool Edit. Cool Edit. Which, cool Edit. Which is like that's even worse. Than way Cubase. worse. <laughs> way worse. Cubase is a legitimate. Did you program. have a hacked password on there? Like, oh yeah, it was bootleg. You no, know he wasn't buying shit. No, come on, I didn't pay for that. Got it from a message board. <laughs> yeah. If you pay for your plugins, you're whack. Like, you're just not good at music, probably. If you pay for plugins. <laughs> Advice for everyone out there who yeah. wants to produce. Yeah. Um, Go type in on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. That's how the internet really changed everything. Yeah, that was, that was it, a, it gave a lot of people a chance. It gave it made us some, a, some people were great that came out of it, sure, and a lot yeah. of people suck. So, I mean, it's just like <laughs> anything. I mean, we would have never been able to afford any of that stuff. So, <laughs> Where did you guys do most of your recording, and did you do it together? We did, actually. We um, always did everything do together. everything tuxedo. We record together. Yeah, we don't, we don't do over the internet like a lot of times i'll kind of start the beat at home and then we'll get together and kind of flesh it out he'll play guitar or whatever it is um arrange it this one we did kind of you know shout out shout out to to the bull we did kind of very worldwide-ish we did uh (laughs) (laughs) we did it in in japan (laughs) we did it in melbourne um some of it in Paris. That's just a cool stunt, like yeah, for your, for your line. I just notes. thought it was funny, like that we were, but well, we'd be we on tour, really and that was we'd have days tour, off, yeah. and we're yeah. together because we don't live in the same city, so right. it kind of made sense. We like, had to we take advantage of the time. Three we're days in off. Were you in studios, or were you in like the hotel? Room? Oh no, we actually we were in we were studios. Doing studios. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so mo- most of the songs on the new album yeah. were recorded on the road somewhere. You know how, like, you know, every studio will have, like, you know, uh, drinks or whatever, like, bags of Doritos. Um, what are some, like, interesting accoutrements that they would have in, say, Japan or Melbourne? Or Man, the studio in Tokyo was had, like, the speakers in the wall hidden. That shit was pretty tight. That was fly, yeah. That was pretty fly. Um, <laughs> they also had, like, Japanese characters on the Pro Tools would fuck me up. Oh, uh, that was hard, man. <laughs> and like, they, nobody could like, figure out can, how to what is, turn what it is to the English. character for Consolidate? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. That was like, uh, I, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was a trip. That um, was difficult. Where did you find the, the drum loop or did you sample it from? It sounds like almost identical to the beginning of Kiss on My List. Th- the Hall of Notes Kiss on My List? Yeah. Am I... All right, hold on. For what song? That's a CR seventy eight drum yeah, machine. The same drum machine. Oh well, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> that might just be the CR seventy eight because I know for a fact that the Kiss on Your List, yeah, is actually just the rock preset, like on the CR seventy eight. Now the drum machines would be like swing beat, yeah, yeah, or yeah. there's like bossa nova yeah. or merengue or something like that. If you push the rock <laughs> preset like, button, boom, that's the, that's it the, goes that's the drums. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the little, the little, that's, that's the programmed drum fill is the, (laughs) so like, those are your only choices on there. That's awesome. Do you remember when, um, when Eve put out her first song and it was literally just like the Triton demo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is incredible. So awesome. I was, I was in a studio, uh, with Southside like two weeks ago and his engineer, his not engineer, the A&R is my homie Dash, uh, his his favorite joke to hit me was like, "Yo, you need a Triton or a motif in here or something, so you feel comfortable." That was his number one go to, mm-hmm. and it kind of it kind of hurt, but you know, like it was it was a good one. Though. I I'm still laughing at it because I was just like, "Yeah, I actually remember." I was actually old enough to remember when that was new, <laughs> and I thought that shit was trash, you know. The little little of, Triton uh, sparkle thing they would put in everything. A lot of <laughs> lot of smash hit records made off of that Triton. Oh, <laughs> talk God. about it. Yeah. Um, what was it like actually going to Daryl's house? That was hilarious. Darryl. It was amazing, man. <laughs> um, 
so, just super cool, man. Yeah. Like the guy is amazing. He's he's a legend. I mean, one of the he's a truly like a soul head too. I mean, a lot of people don't know that dude really came from like he was singing on Philly 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 street corner duop groups. Like he was in a group called the Temptones that actually put out a soul forty five, like a duop forty five. You know. That that guy is legit, man. He knows he knows the stuff. Who'd they bring out at like the Apollo? Like, uh, didn't they bring out like the Temptations or something like that? Like, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah back and then, then back actually, then, yeah. the the episode that I was on on his show, Booker T was oh, was like also there playing. Were organ. any of the MGs there? <laughs> no, but I did get Are you an honorary. I MG? did get to <laughs> be like yo. I got to be Duck Dunn for for a song like i got to play green onions i played bass on green onions live with booker t on organ it was an unbelievable experience that's amazing actually how so far is cool. ann arbor from detroit like 25 minutes oh yeah. so like so like you know you basically saw like hitsville usa like that sort of like yeah my parents were both from the city too they were both born and raised on like was your near, dad Bob near Seger? Six Mile. <laughs> My dad wasn't Bob Seger. He was not nearly as rich as Bob Seger. I wish. Did he have a full beard? <laughs> he did have a very gnarly full beard at one point. Yeah, we have some photos of my dad. Shout out. My dad. My my what favorite up, part about Daryl's house is we'll be somewhere, and if anybody old that's white, like, and I say old, like 50, 60, mm-hmm. 70, they'll be like, they'll recognize him, and they'll be like, oh, I, hey, I, man, I love you. And he'll be like, <laughs> Daryl's house. Yeah, yeah, I cut him off. and it <laughs> He says it every time. And it confuses like, the shit out of people because I take the words right out of their yeah. mouth. Like, I know that's what they're about to say. How do you go about like picking what you guys are going to play that day for, oh, for Daryl's house? Yeah. Oh my God. This was so funny. So I'm talking to him on the phone, like a couple, a couple weeks before we filmed the episode and he, they're asking me, you know, his like MD is asking me what songs of Daryl's, you know, that we want to do. And he's like, you know, pick, try to pick some ones that are like, not so obvious you know, because we always do, you know, I, I can't go for that. Right. And like, you know, tr- he was like, try to go a little deeper. And they, they sent me the entire box <laughs> set collection as if I didn't know it or something. Right. And you're like, already. fine, adult education. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, I was like, oh, you don't got to test me. I <laughs> yeah. was like, let's play portable radio or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I was going deep on I was like, grounds for separation. Come on. <laughs> and I can hear I said portable radio. And I can hear Daryl in the background. I'm talking to the MD on the phone. I can hear Daryl in the background, and he yells, No, I'm not doing that song. That's an oat song. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was amazing. So we didn't do that one. But then, and I mentioned like a couple other like you know deeper cuts, and I was like excited to do those, and I showed up like and I was ready to do those ones, and uh, then we I get there, and he's like, let's do I can't go for that. Let's, let's, what do you, should we just do private eyes? And I was like, okay, sure, yeah. Then we ended up doing all like the hits. Like, oh my god! And that was. You know, it ended up being great for me because I ended up being like one of the episodes that everybody wants to watch because yeah. we do all the hits. Oh, my God. Um, what do you think Oates' house is like? 
<laughs> I I always imagine Oates first first of all Oates is one of the fucking coolest and Loki one of the funniest comedians you've ever you've met, met in your him. life. Oh yeah, no, I've hung out they, with they open, he opened who's shows. Funny? Who's, funny? Oates. who's funnier? Oh, Oates is way funnier. No, 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 no. John Mayer or <laughs> Oh, John Mayer. Or, I don't know. I I've spent John more Oates. I've spent more time with John Oates. <laughs> John Mayer is really funny on Twitter though. He's yeah. a great tweeter. Um, is, is Oates on Twitter? Oates is on Twitter. Yeah. Wait, did you is think he when, verified? When when John Mayer like reached out to you, we're like, you, like he's like, you're great. You're like, you're really funny. Like, yeah. He, like, nice joke. He made some joke about Mayer and Mayer when uh. he first tweeted it out. That was really funny. I can't remember what it was, but it was, it was probably that. It was yeah. actually <laughs> super. Fun. He was like, yeah, yeah, I know, you know. <laughs> but it was, yeah. He's he's a great tweeter for sure. I remember his bio on Twitter was great. It was like, it was something about like great songwriter and sandwich maker or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, yeah, that's that's good. What did uh, Oates is hysterical though. Yeah, I mean, and all of his jokes are basically are pretty much cracks on Daryl. And <laughs> I bet it's just great. I bet it is really great. Um. Well, I hope that you guys, you know, one day will just like turn into uh, Hall and Oats, just cracking on each other. I mean, I'm yeah. definitely Oats in that <laughs> situation. <laughs> Have you yeah. ever gone with just the mustache? No, but maybe I'll do that for this new tour just to see what happens. <laughs> well, it'd yeah. be huge in Japan. Yeah. Well, what is your tour going to be like, guys? We are going worldwide. to. Uh, we're going to Amsterdam on Tuesday, and then Paris, London, Poland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Poland doesn't sound as glamorous, Berlin. by the way. <laughs> not like, really. Well, I'm. I shouldn't say I'm not hyped for Poland. I, I've, I've never, never been there, I've so I'm kind of interested yeah. to see it. But yeah, who knows? I definitely yeah. have some Polish in my ancestry somewhere too. So, are you gonna say that on I'm stage? Gonna, I'm, yeah, gonna yeah. Re, I'm gonna reconnect with my roots there. <laughs> I, I have like my grandfather's side was were Polish Jews, and I think they didn't make it out. So it's oh. kind of a little weird for that. Sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Things not to bring up on stage. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not gonna be. Hey. So yeah. yeah you guys. You, Wipe this out. Yeah, as we, probably as not going to go over that. Maybe, well. you, maybe you remember that. <laughs> what was your What was your AKA um, about? Oh, breaking down the Dutch AKA Germany. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. What are your hometown shows like at this point, guys? Like either solo or together. L.A. was. Or have you chosen crazy. a new hometown? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, um, I've been in L.A. for ten years now, so you claim LA It definitely feels like home at this point. Well, what part of L.A. do you live in? I'm in Culver City. Okay. So, yeah. So, you live on the Sony lot. I do. I'm pretty close. I'm not, not that far from there. Columbia Pictures. Yeah. What do are you... your thoughts on Tender Greens? <laughs> I got burnt out on that pretty quick. It's, it's, yeah. It went downhill. It started, when it came on the scene, it was like kind of the first of its kind, and, mm-hmm. it, and it was it was good. And Did you get excited or not off. when Shake Shack showed up? Oh, I love. I think Shake Shack is bodying. Shake in Shack and out is on bodying in and out. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, guys, yeah, I feel like I'm burnt out on Shake Shack. Con- controversial and- statement. Yeah, really controversial. That all my LA, you know, I don't my, live in LA, LA, so LA I, ha- I hate on everything LA. <laughs> all my LA friends are gonna blow my fucking messages up right now. But Shake Shack bodying in and out on every wow. every category. I'm, w- I'm with you on that too. Wow. By the way, speaking of uh, LA, and, friends, and I like In and Out. No, good, not, good save. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. Like I do like In and Out, but I think Shake Shack. It's is, cool if Shake Shack, Shake Shack is killing it. <laughs> Shake Shack's killing it in every department except for <laughs> except for health and and, was, and how many of them there are. Right, but how how many 
I mean, who's going to who's going to get the burger and fries and really clowning themselves thinking that they're going eating healthy? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. Um, I, I was going to say you were so LA, and then um, then you said that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but but but, mm-hmm. but then um. Uh, you were on our friend, uh, uh, Tall Tales. Yeah, Tall Tales yeah. podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I texted uh, Nikki and and Jason yesterday, being like, "Oh my God, Mayor's coming on the podcast!" And then Eric was like, "It's eight a.m. in L.A. right and now." It's like it's not even. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> AKA Pod Stewart. Shout yeah, out, yeah. shout out, Pod Stewart. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, and playing Seattle. Um, we've only done one show in Seattle, and it was actually kind of pandemonium. So, that and was, were you like, "Well, can't top that." Like, yeah, never see, be there again. It was bonkers. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we have one coming up. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna it's gonna be nuts. I mean, you know, I I don't do that much in Seattle. I might DJ air every once in a while. Yeah. but the tickets are definitely selling really well. So yeah, for that date. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it'll be it'll too be well. Jake, do you guys want Jake to is always gonna get help. I mean, he's a Seattle legend, right? If you live in Seattle and you don't go to support these guys, fuck you. Like, fuck just, you. <laughs> well, there's what's gonna happen. What happened last time is there's gonna be a bunch of people that can't get in. They try to buy tickets. Good, dead, and they get mad <laughs> yeah. at me. And you know, you gotta learn that lesson. They're right. Gonna, yeah, gonna buy tickets a, early. There's gonna be at least thirty people that text Jake. Five minutes before I'm outside. we're going on no. stage, that they're outside. And Don't they're... you guys just turn your phones off at that point? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he doesn't want to get anybody in. They, uh, <laughs> it's a private show. They, they just love like, my... like three missed calls from dog. Like, yeah. you're like, what the fuck you? <laughs> they love making fun of my guest list because I, you know, I have all the rap people coming. So just the names are like, <laughs> like, is there a last name to this? <laughs> like, no, it's nah. just Macklemore. <laughs> nope. Well, what's yeah? It's trill somebody plus thirteen. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Benny Blanco for his plus thirteen at one of our shows. That will never in L.A. Right? Not this, like... this was in Texas, actually. But really? Yeah, that's that's just that's... nobody's ever going to top the plus thirteen. Well, what, yeah. What's the random like uh, ask like in some random city? Like, who shows up for a tuxedo show and is just like you're like really Cleveland. You're here in Cleveland? Yeah. yeah. We don't play random cities like we're You're only playing Poland. Poland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point taken. Random countries, Eric. It's different. Yeah, yeah. I did have. Um, I want Lloyd Banks to show up and just be like, you know. I had Jim, they do spend Jim time Harbaugh came to my last show in, in Ann Arbor. Whoa. That's Shoot, pretty. That's, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. Was he wearing. Uh, he had his Dockers on. Of course yeah. he was wearing the Dockers, man. Come on. He doesn't write. He doesn't have no other pants. That was another AKA I had. White that's Boy a- Wasted. AKA Dockers. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Wait, so uh, did you get to talk to Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, I did actually. Um, he actually invited me to to like present the new class of uh, football recruits. And that 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 was because I was with you when you found out about it. That seemed like that was better than anything that's ever happened. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. No, I mean that. That stunted on any of the music shows. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. The Migos were there. <laughs> that was also so the bizarre. Migos were they with Jim? The Harbaugh? Migos and Jim Leland of the Detroit Tigers, <laughs> all of you presented <laughs> together. Are they, you high they right actually, now? <laughs> they actually got Jim Leland to do a dab on stage. It was it was one of this the more was, this was like two scenes. years ago. Ric Flair was there. What? <laughs> I got a. I had to get a photo with Ric Flair. He was like, what and. I'm looking up Jim Leland dad, by the way. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> oh, it's going to come right up and you're going to laugh. Where were you in the in the order of things there? Um, I was right in the middle. You're of like, it. I don't want to follow the Migos and Jim I Leland know, at the yeah. same time. Like, uh, they, they set me up pretty easy. I mean, really, all I had to do was introduce a couple of new players. And, and uh, it was really tight, though. Did you get all the names it right? It was so tight. Yeah, yeah, okay. I did. Um, wow. Lou Holtz. 
<laughs> Lou Holtz, yeah. Jim Leland, Harbaugh, Migos, Dab for Michigan <laughs> signing <Yep>. day. <laughs> Jeter was there. Wow. Brady was there. Yeah, oh, it was. Here are the photos you requested. Yeah, it was of really Jim a stunt. I mean, it was a super stunt. Yeah, sure. Sure. And did you Jim get Leland just did the dab in everybody's face. I, I, the only guy that I was like, I got to get a photo with you was Ric Flair. I was like, come on, dude. This <laughs> is pretty is special. Just, this is special. <laughs> special. But Jim Leland is a Detroit, you know. He's an icon, yeah. Sure. But you don't care. He's a, he's a hero. I, d- I got an auxiliary photo with Jim Leland. Somebody caught one of me and him talking backstage. <laughs> Never so. heard of that term before. An auxiliary yeah. photo, yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I didn't, I don't know what else to call that. That's <laughs> pretty good. Um, Paparazzi. So what is what is Seattle like now? Do you think like, it's, is it over? Well, <laughs> <laughs> are we done? Yeah. No, but like, I mean, it's such a different vibe now that like, there's popular rappers from that city. Uh, I think it just gave a lot of people hope and then made a lot of people delusional at the same time sure. because you can't like try to apply your, you know, if you're not doing something that fits into that musically, mm-hmm. then how can you run the same playbook? It right. doesn't make sense. Did so you, you're an optimist. Did you, <laughs> did you think that um, when like, you know, St. Louis made it as a city, were you like, well, eventually it'll get out west? I didn't, man. Honestly, I've always kind of been like, yeah, nobody's going to want it from us. People just have the conception, of, you know, the the perception of Seattle is like, it's a lot of white people, which it is, and mm-hmm. it rains. Yeah. And that's pretty much all they really know. Uh, the BART? <laughs> Bart's, BART is uh, the Bay Area. Oh, right. right. Uh, You're thinking uh, of the, the slut. The slut. The slut. The slut. Yeah, yeah, the slut yeah. is the most worthless train system <laughs> of all time. But Well, that's misogynistic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that too. And, uh, uh, Pike, Pike Market. Right? Yeah, the stupid yeah. fish throwing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fish throwing. Yeah. I, get, I get upset when I see like a game. I'll be on. Yeah. Like, why do they gotta show these assholes <laughs> throwing fish all the fish. time? Like, who cares? <laughs> but um, yeah, it burns them up. <laughs> I I think we're gonna have somebody else come out of there. I mean, there's a lot of talented kids. It's just, is it gonna fit into what everybody else, everybody else thinks of mm-hmm. Seattle? It's gonna have to be something left to center. Mm-hmm. Like like Ben was good friend Ben. Oh, also, um, good yeah, high I forgot. We can't. We, we don't call him yeah. uh, Macklemore. We call him Ben. Ben right? Yeah. Well, no, no. It's no, it's good. Good, good friend, friend Ben. ben. Good, I mean, good friend Ben. Because it sounds like he, a bear. When <laughs> when he happened and it turned, you know, he was already really popular. But when it went ape shit, right? yeah, like, Ellen. Big. My Facebook timeline every day was a picture with him and somebody that known him ten years and decided to take a picture <laughs> with him, and he'd be like, "My good friend Ben doing this," but that just turned into his name for me. Yeah. Um, the twelfth man is the other the other big thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I'm a diehard Seahawks fan, but I'm kind of over <laughs> the the twelfth man. They're, oh, you won a, a championship, and then you're like, uh, you know. no, they're just a little much. Like you know, like I don't know. It's it's like anything. I guess it's it's cool that we won enough that we have bandwagon fans. <laughs> right. But I'm I'm such a like Seattle losing team follower mm-hmm. that I just like, man, you guys weren't there for the struggle. <laughs> right. You know, um, you weren't there when the punter was the MVP the one year. You know, like. <laughs> Actually, somebody who has now worked with Future, uh, what are your thoughts on Sierra? Man, that's a funny one. Are you it's, torn? Uh, I've made so much more money with Future than <laughs> I have with Russell right. that I'm kind of leaning Future these days. But Russell She's got so us much- a fucking title. You know what I mean? Like, I've waited my whole life to win a title. Nope. Um, and, you know, like, I, I think if Russell wasn't on our team, I'd probably fucking hate him. But... <laughs> I love him because of what he's done for us, and you know he's a, he's well, a great. Mayor player. hates him because that's a Big Ten rival. So fuck Wisconsin. Ah <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
You can't well, I don't, listen to I don't it. Have, jump around. I don't have ever. no animosity toward Wisconsin. That's <laughs> just the I Ohio State s- University. I save it yeah. all for OSU. There. Like how they feel about Ohio State is how I feel about Oregon. Yeah. Like I, I hate them. Did you go Wait, to like, UW? It's yeah. pure uh, hatred. Yeah. I'm a UW graduate. Congratulations, by the way, on your new uh, men's basketball coach, Mike Hopkins from Syracuse University. Is, Where I is he a good coach? Cause, Amazing. Because there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of skepticism really? right now. Oh, you'll be very happy. He's a great guy and a great coach. Okay, so. that's good to hear. Yes. Look how Eric just sold you on that. I know, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll <laughs> yeah. see. It, it, it ha- I mean, we've had all these NBA players come through the program. We haven't been winning shit, so I kind of get it. <laughs> you know, I get improvement it. improvement in the program for sure over there. But and we did lose the number one recruit in the country by firing Romar. And I, I watched that kid. I went to like 10 of his games this year. Whoa. I was people were making fun of me saying I was on the bo- I was a booster yeah that I was gonna sign him to white van sports <laughs> everybody had jokes but you know it's like you see some shit like that every once in a while you gotta go see it oh real quick can you talk oh, about working God. with our with like like our my my friend Ben is like our friend Freeway oh yeah yeah great dude great yeah. dude um totally free is you know what's so funny about him and I I always told him like when we'd be out doing stuff I'm like people need to see your real personality because. He came from an era where everybody had to be super hard and like you know, drug dealer, blah blah blah. Which yeah, he was that at one was point. That also, but that's but... not how he is in real life. Right. So it's like he's such a sweet dude. I know that's crazy to say like about no, a gangster yeah. rapper. Right. But um. But he really is. He really yeah. is, and he's he's one of the most original, dope rappers of our time, and he doesn't get his credit. Um. But you know, I, I'm willing. I always help him whatever way I can. We had we went around the world, did all kind of shit. Yeah. Um. And did you guys work together in the same? We did actually, yeah. And he actually let me produce him, which you know most guys don't want that. Mayor. Me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh no, yeah, I, that's why. That's the whole reason I got him. I need somebody to produce yeah. me. But yeah, free is like he's definitely like we're still really good friends, and it's just I just like when I went on tour with Tuxedo to Europe, we went to some of these same places, and I'm just like thinking of some of the hilarious shit that happened. With him and Jay Moore, actually, Jay Moore was with us, and their little battles they would have, and they'd be best friends. I the the funny thing I remember about that tour is Free forgot his chains, and he had never done a show without his chain. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like a serious debate about this, like on the way to wherever we were going overseas. And then he did the show, and it was crazy. He's like, "Yeah, I guess I don't need the chains. I can do a show without my chain. All right." Fine. But you know, I I just love the way that I do raps, man. Yeah. Like, and I love I just love how unorthodox he is with his shit. Totally. Everybody else is so like you know, formula. You know, cut copy. You could just throw their verses into any beat, and it's right. all the same shit. He always had a unique thing, and I think he doesn't get enough credit for that. Also, yeah. uh, the artwork on that project was yeah, yeah day one. I don't remember the dude's name. It was one of the guys from Ego Trip, Sasha. Yeah, yeah sure, oh, that okay. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah he bodied that. Amazing. Yeah, the packaging was incredible, yeah. So we heard years ago that Rick Ross, when he's listening to new beats, will like do his ad libs over the beats. Like huh? Like in his own like studio. Yeah, like Trilla like, yeah. <laughs> Bose. Yeah. I was wondering, have you ever been in Rick Ross's house when he's doing that? I have not. I was supposed to go when we were working on the last album, He's but been we were invited many we're, times. <laughs> I got invited to the birthday party. Oh, amazing! Which I kind of wanted to go to, but we down had, in Atlanta. Yeah, we yeah. had something we had to do. Uh, by the way, that was black tie, so you would have totally fit in. I would have been totally ready. Yeah, um, but we were doing tuxedo, up. and uh, I was like legitimately in Japan or some shit. And right. I told 
the engineer i'm like i'm on tour and i think they thought i was lying or something because it just sounds so stupid <laughs> you know it does sound far-fetched i'll admit it sounded admit crazy that. stupid so then like i noticed like uh the homie who's his engineers follow me and he's like damn you guys are killing you see in the crowds he's like you know <laughs> but yeah ross is uh he's he's probably my favorite rapper so yeah. he has been for a long time so i just love that he likes my beats and he's He's, He's a phenomenal you know, rapper. He, he is. He hits me every once in a while. It's, it's dope. That's by the way. When you said Ross, I definitely thought you were talking about the engineer, and it was like some Jewish kid. Yeah, <laughs> Ross. Yeah, Ross one. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of those too. <laughs> Do you guys have any like pre-show rituals or like how does it go down for you guys? Like, yeah, like how many prayers do you say? <laughs> well, I've I've been in many a, a rap prayer circle before a show. Mm-hmm. You know, where everybody gets prayed up right. before they go spit yeah. hella misogynist lyrics, and yeah. <laughs> lyrics about killing people, right. but. Um, we don't really do that much of that. We might do like a little, you know, little hands in kind of thing, you know, don't fuck it up. Right. Yeah. 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 Appreciate the moment. It's really just, yeah. Be thankful that we get to do this for a living. And then it's also just fucking have fun. Like, yeah. Which is a really nice thing about tuxedo is that we don't take it very seriously. It's all about fun. Like we take the music seriously when we're making it, but it's all about fun. I mean, it's really just the tuxedo show is a it's a party. Wow, that sounds like a pit bull. We have a we have a big red button that goes ho. That's I mean, right. It's yeah. like who yeah. else has that? <laughs> well, congratulations, guys, on the new project. Congratulations on the first project. Congratulations Thank on you. everything. Your upcoming tour, knowing Pitbull, knowing Snoop, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know Pitbull, though. We don't, we've never met Pitbull, yeah. Like Kodak, you should have a giant like, picture yeah. just hanging out. We might just have to put his picture in the guest room. That'd be like, so good. That would be that's good. Pitbull's room. That, yeah. <laughs> that's to be on your rider. Should I got the doghouse. You should just <laughs> thank him for coming every night on the mic. <laughs> He's yeah. so good. That would be really good. That's almost like the secret. Just like speak it into existence. Delete that from me. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste of Time with It's the Real. Jeff, if people want to find out more about A Waste of Time with It's the Real, where can they go? You can always go on iTunes, search for A Waste of Time with It's the Real. We are It's the Real. You can also go on SoundCloud.com slash A Waste of Time. We are also available on Spotify now. Hey, if you are on your phone, yeah, you can look up A Waste of Time with It's the Real and listen to it on that amazing app. Shout out to everyone at Spotify. All our friends at Spotify who live in the Spotify house. That's right. Uh, you can also listen to our music at soundcloud.com slash it's the real hey you know what else by the way here's a little secret i want to stop the music right here yeah you know where else you can find our music on spotify on spotify listen go search for it's the real and make sure you subscribe to it's the real and then if you want you can also go to apple and go check out our music over at iTunes and Apple and that whole thing over there. Beats music. Beats music. That's the word we're looking Nothing for. Nothing beats It's the Real on Beats Music. Jeff, you were saying something about Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I was about to. Go ahead. Um, we are on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at It's the Real. We are also on Snapchat, although really we're more Instagram guys. So but- really go to instagram yeah go to instagram but you know we are on snapchat you can follow us there uh i am it's it's the real eric is it's the real eric or or if you if you are like everybody else go to instagram and follow us on stories because listen instagram is eating snapchat's lunch but they did have a great uh 
April Fool's April joke. April Fool's joke. And what was that again? That was where Snapchat dressed up as Instagram for for April Fool's. And I hate April Fool's, but like that was that was funny. That well, I don't know if it's funny, but it's <laughs> definitely it happened. I, I noticed it. So every episode, we're always just like, you know, the only way to grow this is to tell a friend, right? Yeah. But I think that people don't understand the power of telling a friend. Don't understand the power of commenting or subscribing or any of this stuff. If you want bigger guests, if you want bigger names on this podcast, the way to do that is to comment, to talk about this podcast more. Because our numbers are going up, but... We need to see more people talking about it. You're saying the power... I'm saying the power rests in your hands. Is in the Not people. in my hands. The power is you, people. So, really, go tell a friend. Jeff, do you have a friend you want to tell? I do. I want to tell Jeff Sledge. Shout out to Jeff Sledge. Yeah, I mean, he already listens to the podcast. Atlantic Records. Jeff Sledge, formerly over at Jive Records. Uh, he's been on the podcast. He's been on the podcast. And he he's a listener the podcast, of the podcast. Uh, in the future, he's Westchester's own. Shout out to Jeff. Um, but yeah, no, shouts to him. Just ran into him, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm Jeff, him out. you should go tell your friends about a waste of time that's the real. You know what, Jeff? If, yeah. Let's keep it with Atlantic. I would like to shout out Marsha St. Hubert, who should be on the podcast. Well, yeah, but she's she's mad that Jeff has already been on the podcast. Shout out to Marsha St. Hubert out here doing great work for all of her clients. Uh, you guys know a lot of them, and she should be on this podcast to talk about it. Is oh, there- I also I want to I want to shout out. Uh, Fraser Kroll from Scotland. Okay, who shout is out sending to him. us some product. Is that right? Uh, he is. Okay, he well, shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to him. We have yeah, not we... received it. No. Okay, well, so. I was Shout out in advance. Shout out some uh, we appreciate European listeners. Shout out to all our friends at Pata. We appreciate we wear Pata all the time. The product that comes our way. Power to the people. Make sure you guys listen to our new music, Teddy Bear Fresh on the Way. Jeff, we'll see you next week. I'll see you probably right now. <laughs> Not for real, for real. Not for real, for real. We'll see you next week. Guys.